Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. In Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, Isaiah 1 19, the Bible says, If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. We are talking about the blessing of obedience, part four. Please take your seat. In this service, I will be throwing light on the benefits of walking in obedience. The last time when we met, we spoke about absolute obedience and prompt obedience. The scripture we just read makes us understand that if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. So the good of the land gravitates towards those who are willing and obedient to God. Until your obedience is settled, goodness is very far away from you. A man who professes to be working with God cannot in any way enter into the blessings of the Lord if rebellion, stubbornness, disobedience is their attitude or the spirit they work with. I want us to note that from the perspective of the word of God, The child of God is unable to enter into the goodness of the Lord until their obedience is complete. In every area of life, whether it's in ministry, it's in marriage, it's in in your career, in your business, in whichever area of life that you find yourself in, as long as you are a child of God, what will make you walk in the blessing is obedience. What is it? Praise the Lord. So, we know that there is goodness to people who walk in obedience. The opposite is also true. That disobedience will rob you of the goodness of the Lord. Disobedience will not make you have the best of God. The good of the land, as we explained the other time, it's the original blessing in the, in the Bible, in the garden. When everything God created, the Bible said, he saw that it was what? Good. So the originality or the purity of the promises of God and the privileges that a child of God must enjoy, you will miss it if you walk in disobedience. So since walking in obedience will make us enjoy the good of the land, Let us consider what the benefits, the real benefits of obedience are. Because clearly, 
We are seeing from this scripture that those who are obedient will eat the good of the land. So what good in the land will the obedient people enjoy? Praise the Lord. Number one, benefit for walking in obedience is that obedience breaks curses. Obedience does what? It breaks curses. Romans 5, 19. In Romans chapter 5, verse number 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made what? Righteous. Now, this scripture is talking about the first Adam. Adam who fell in the garden. By his disobedience, many became sinners. And we know that sin introduced the curse. Two of us, sin introduced the fall, have sinned and fallen short. So sin introduced the curse. If you read Galatians chapter 3, it talks about Jesus' obedience is hanging on the tree. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. The Bible said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. So by one man's obedience also, we have all become righteous. So by the obedience of Christ, the curse is broken, or the curse was broken, and it's still broken in our lives. That's why you and I are not cursed. You and I are being made righteous. You and I are blessed. Praise the Lord. So the first thing, that I'm addressing will be the benefit for working in obedience is that it will break the curse. Christ walked in obedience to his father and the curse was broken. Adam walked in disobedience to the father and the curse was established. It is so clear, unambiguously clear, that disobedient people walk under a curse, a closed heaven. Heaven full of brass. And obedient children of God walk under a blessed heaven. They walk in blessing. They have been made righteous. Made righteous. That means the obedience has the power to make you blessed. Praise the Lord. So, it is important that you and I, in Galatians 3.14, he was establishing that when the curse was broken, he said that, that the blessing of Abraham might come on all the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So when the curse was broken because of obedience, it opened the door for us to enter into the blessing. Are you here at all? That we will enter into the blessing. Say, I've entered into the blessing. How do you enter into the blessing? Through what? Obedience in Christ by faith. Obedience. No, we have not seen prayer there. I've not seen prayer there. Have you seen prayer there? Is that did he say that by one, by one man's prayerlessness, they, they they entered into sin and a curse, and by another man's prayerfulness, they were made righteous. Is that what the Bible said? I want to find out from you. Please talk to me. Is that what the Bible said? Prayer without obedience is a waste of time. 
So it takes obedience on God. That's why this thing called walk with God is learning to obey God in the good and in the bad. That's why compromise is a major thing before God. So obedience is key. So praying, serving in the house, fasting, giving, tithing, giving first fruit and sacrificing in disobedience will rather enforce the curse than break it. There are people who believe that some curses are still reigning in their families. You will not break the curse by using some tricks against the principle of godliness. Some people are very funny. They say that in their family, um, people really don't get married or people don't give birth when they get married. So they would rather try and get themselves impregnated so that the, the real marriage will not neutralize them. That, that's the mentality. That since when people get wedded, they never get pregnant. Let me get pregnant just at the, at the nick of the wedding. So that it's like I have beaten it. Because if you, are not, if you have not wedded, you can be pregnant. But once you get wedded, you can be pregnant. Now, when you get pregnant like that, you are on your own. When you get pregnant like that, you are what? And let me address this in very carefully. Every sin is a sin. Every sin is actually disobedience. Are you here? So there is no greater sin in this particular discussion. I've not seen a greater sin also. Maybe you have seen a greater sin. But in the church, it is not just shocking that something that the apostle said should not be mentioned among Christians has become a commonality. And I'm telling you that disobedience will rob you of your destiny. No matter how pious you are. And it is not the image you have before your pastor or in the church that is anything. It is nothing. How your pastor sees you and how much he says he's praying for you is really nothing. It's what? It's nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. It holds no power. The real power is how God sees you and how you are relating with him. So many people don't care about God. They care about themselves. They care about what people think. They care about pastor. They care about church. They, people are more self-presenters than pleasers of God. So their self-presentation is more important to them. Their professional presentation and all of that is more important to them than how God sees them. Are you here with me at all? You should be more concerned about how God sees you than how you want to present yourself to people. Sometimes you just want to conform to what everyone is doing at the expense of your obedience to God. And it robs you of your destiny. 
people are in church and they find it very easy to do things that are not honorable in the sight of God. It should bother you. It should bother me. It should bother all of us that God expects of us to be at a certain level and we are deliberately and consciously playing below the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people here who are cohabiting with, 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 their, with their boyfriends and girlfriends. It's, it's become a normality. Especially in the city. It's like rent is very expensive. So we are sharing. And you don't only share the rent. Genuine you You are robbing your destiny. <laughs> the curse will be enforced. The curse will what? Devil is behind sin. devil will afflict you when you enjoy sinning. When you enjoy disobeying God. Everywhere in the Bible where people disobeyed God there were very serious things that happened. Or you saw God allowing people to be pampered. The curse was enforced. When disobedience was allowed. And you and I must know that we are not special in the sight of God until we are obedient to him. All this thing that I am the apple of God's eye. Sometimes you buy an apple and some part, you know, you said that that part, you know, you have to cut it off because it's not edible. Eating it is not wholesome. It's a rotten part. And oh boy. Keep lying to yourself. Whilst in disobedience that I am the apple of God's eye. Even if you are the eye of God's eye. When that eye becomes rotten. We'll take it out. And throw it away. Child of God. Look if you are ready to serve God. Serve God. If you are not ready to serve God, why, why are you clapping halfway? Is this, is this a clap offering? <laughs> if I preach the one point and we close, I'm fine. Either you are ready to serve God or forget it. Are you here at all? There's no middle point where you are playing here and there doing kalabule. With your walk with God, and He say, "God understand, blah blah." Look, God has got plenty of children. You see, I read a scripture. God in that time, He will separate between those who fear Him and serve Him, and those who dishonor Him. Are you here at all? 
there is always going to be that separation. Don't lie to yourself. And the curse has no mark on the obedient. But to the disobedient, no matter how much you come crying, you will see your level. And that's why this evening, I'm not screaming, but I'm telling you that this is the position of scripture. Jesus had to walk in obedience to break the curse. And that obedience was a sacrificial living. That means that walking in, I think I have to dwell on this one point. Walking in obedience cost him his life. Walking in obedience, he had to hang on a tree which was a representation of a curse. Walking in obedience, he had to be stripped naked in the public space. Walking in obedience, they had to spit on him. They had to put a thorn or a crown of thorn on his head. They had to nail him to a cross. Very painful life. A sacrificial life. And he did no evil. Just that he wanted to walk in obedience. In our time, any obedience that calls for sacrifice, we don't have a covenant with it because God is good. God is smooth all the time. God is kind all the time. God is, there, there is a, my, God is, there is like, the, in God everything is, is, if it is not good, it's not God. So, in our time, whereas Jesus had to sacrifice everything, including laying down his life to represent this obedience we are talking about. To sacrifice not to compromise. To sacrifice to obey the voice of God. To sacrifice to do what God expects us to do. It's not something that many Christians of our time want to go through. We want a jackpot of an instant hit. Anything that is a process, a procedure, that calls for pain, sacrifice, blood, sweat, and tears for God. No way. You see, the man is with a wife, and God says that this is your wife, you to that is your husband, the babies are delaying small. You see that there is kalabule by the side. Because even the parents, the in-laws will be saying that, do it. You are not the first. They will tell you you are growing. Do, meanwhile, you have a covenant with God. Wedding is not a joke. Standing and making vows before God is not a joke. You rather don't do it. Go and find some shrine. Or be an unbeliever. But if you want to come and stand before God and make vows to God, then you have to stand by those vows as a vow between you and God, not even between you and the spouse. But we can easily depart from the vow and console ourselves that even God understands. Understands what? Can you, can you tell an idol that he understands something? Do you have the boldness to think like that? 
If you say you have vowed to God that, I mean, that's why every two weeks we make a new vow to God. Every two weeks. Look at Ecclesiastes 5 5. Check it. Ecclesiastes 5 5. It said, Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. It's better. That you don't vow at all. That you don't come and do wedding. If you are a polygamist. If you don't intend to stick with the vows. Don't come. Are you, are you here at all? If you don't intend to obey God. Don't come. But if you come. Then better. It's better that you don't vow. Than to vow and not to honor it. I like the verse 6 and 7. Because the scripture has not ended. The verse says, suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. That mouth you are using to vow, oh God, I want to do it again. <laughs> Pastor, I vow. These are the dynamics. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. Neither say thou before the angels. Anytime you are vowing, spirits are involved. That it was an error. He can't redraw the vow. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice? Did I write it? And destroy the work of thy hands. Have you seen why some people are suffering? You, you made a vow that I won't commit whatever again. You didn't know that you have put the work of your hands into the matter. You didn't know that you have put angels into the matter. You didn't know that your, your, your mouth is causing your flesh to sin. You didn't, you have just put too many things into the matter without you. It, it, it's just like there's play in your eyes. So everything is play. Everything is play. Tell somebody, please be serious with God. I think I'm taking my time to explain this, you know. From the perspective of Christ. Look, there is no glory vowing to God by saying, Jesus, I want you to become my Lord and my personal Savior. That's the ultimate vow. After that, you need to live you know, as, as far as possible to please God, to obey him. Except you are ignorant of what you are doing. But where there is knowledge, you must walk in truth. Praise the Lord. And some people genuinely may not know some things. That's okay, but God will gradually bring you to the place of truth. And when he brings you to the place of truth, you must be obedient to God enough to walk in the truth. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Obedience breaks the curse. So you see that they say that the, uh, all the people in the family, when they are doing something, and then it gets spoiled. Your mouth, your disobedience is causing the marriage, the work of your hands, the marriage you are building. It's just, just, you are just destroying it with your disobedience. Mercy. 
Recently, Dr. Otabi released some. They released. No, I don't believe it's Dr. Otabi who released it. They released some snippets of his messages. How people should grow in their prayer life. It went viral. He released another one. How you cannot claim the grace of a man of God. It went viral. Prior to all these ones, he had released an earlier one. How people should not be immoral in the church. That tape died. Before these other ones came. And I know all those people pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Very immoral. And they brought it again. After these viral ones. Because it's a trail of viral tapes. That one came back again. It died again. People are not interested in working with God in the purity of the word of God. They believe in sensationalism and foolishness. The real heavier matters, people are not interested. They are interested in other things. Other things. Liberalism. I thought that since he was really saying something that was very, very deep, like the way they like deep things, they were going to pursue that one. It came twice. And as I'm talking now, it's still there. If you go and watch the comments under it, very few. The likes, very few. The shares, very few. Why? Because in church, people don't want to walk with God in the spirit of obedience. I am this, I am that. It's, it's neither here nor there. It's faith that worketh by love. That is something. So if the faith you profess is not connected to a deep love you have for God, that faith is fake. And faith as God works, not talk, works, on ground works, that you're able to restrain your flesh. You're able to restrain yourself from doing something that is pleasurable but will end you in a curse. And you want to obey God rather than the world. So that the curse will be broken. Please remember that anytime you starve your weaknesses, you are stifling the power of the curse. And anytime you fuel your weaknesses, you are emboldening and empowering the curse. To move against you. So. Starve your weaknesses. And strengthen. Your obedience to God. Praise the Lord. Is God blessing someone this evening. I see you blessed this year in Jesus name. I'm taking my time. <laughs> Benefit number one of obedience is what? It breaks what? <coughs> Curses. And in church, I've seen people who are very disobedient. There are people with nice faces, but they are disobedient. They don't go anywhere. You are only deceiving yourself. (laughs) You are not deceiving anybody. You are just deceiving yourself. Deceiving. You think you are deceiving God. You are deceiving pastor, church, blah, blah. You are just, you laugh with pastor, laugh with people, but you are disobedient. You are deceiving yourself. And that deception, it doesn't add charcoal to this, my white shirt. You are just mocking God and mocking yourself. And in the end, it is either you are working out your own salvation or something else is working you out.
An Indian will know the result. The Bible says wisdom is justified by her children. We will see whether you are wise or you are foolish. Whether you built on solid ground or you built on sand. It will be very clear. My, my counsel to you tonight is that you walk in obedience to God. Because it will bring blessings and break the curses. It does not matter how long it takes. If you are patient to obey God, he will glorify himself with a blessing. Be patient. Because blessings are not always instantaneous in their manifestation. Instantaneous in their reality, but not always in their manifestation. So it has happened in the spirit, but not in the flesh. And you need patience. They say you are growing. Sometimes um, you want to marry, for instance, and the, the, the guy is AS, you are SCAS, or something, a combination that can bring problem. And God has given you a shepherd, and God will be witnessing to your heart. I'm not saying that when some two people are AS, they can't marry, but God has to speak to you. If you say you want to go ahead, you must be sure that you are like Abraham. God called Abraham. Abraham, 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 come, come, go. Where am I going? You just go. That's explicitly you have been, you have been spoken to. Or else, follow the signs. AS, AS, must not marry. Because <laughs> the risks are high. Or AS, SS. Or ASC something, some kind of combination. You know? It can become something else. And if you think, oh, you are wiser than everyone, you find out that God is also in science. You just find out. You just find out. Then after that, then you, you know you bring an innocent child, which you would have born anyway, with another person, because if it is by the promise of God, you would have still given birth anyway. But empreuni disobedience in thing. You chose the wrong person. And you find out that you give birth to a child, you disturb the child, and you disturb a whole system. Then you come with all kinds of emotions. My child, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend, my friend. Stop, 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 stop. It is called spiritual blackmail. Stop it. Are you with me? Please, are you here? Obedience. Ski. Bible says something. And look for the scripture for me. It said that in the multitude of counselors or in the multitude of counsel, there is what? Safety. But you will find out that counsel itself is not powerful to give you safety. It is your ability to yield to the counsel that makes a difference. 
So you can have great counselors and still walk in the curse because you lack the obedience to imbibe into you the counsel that God sends you for your safety. And today, 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 under this COVID, there are people here who say they will never take the vaccine. But my counsel is that, take it. Take it. I, I, won't, I, won't, say, I won't say more. But, you, you see, and then the Bible says that purposes are established through what? Counsel. So, when you have a great purpose, which is a blessing, maybe to marry, to do business, to become a great man of God because you have a calling to do something great, it will not just be established. It will not just become a reality. You will not just actualize because you have a great purpose. They are established not by themselves. They are established through what? Counsel. So it will take counsel to establish the purpose or the dream or the vision or the plan that is in your heart. That counsel that can help that purpose to come into fruition is not in and of itself powerful. What is powerful is that the counselee is willing and obedient to follow the direction, instruction, guidance being given to him or her and eventually they will find out that that direction leads them to their destination. Are you here at all? He said, obedience is the key. <laughs> Everything is running around it. Yeah. Sometimes a brother will bring a sister and then will come later and say, Pastor, Pastor, the brother, nah, I don't like the brother. No, we see good in the brother. We see we see good in the brother. But the sister doesn't see good in the brother. Why? Because you are looking at modernization. The pastor will be saying, this, this is good. Say, oh no. You want something else? We pray that it works. We pray that it works. It's not by force. But we pray that it works. Purposes are established through what? Counsel. So your purpose can be aborted when you don't have the yieldedness to what is good counsel. If you don't have obedience to what you are being told. You see that? You have a mind of your own. So God will be ministering to you. You to Mills and Boone. We will be ministering to you. Because we have a formula for this, this season. This generation. You know how? It's like, look, some things, forget it. That they kneel down. Say, will you marry me? Stop, stop this thing. What are you talking? Stop this thing. 
it's, it's, uh, people can do it except they want it, they can do it. Look. Hey, whether knelt, jumped, stood. What's important is what's important. Please, let important things be important to you. All this order, you know, everyone and what they can do. Some people are good storytellers. Some people are not good storytellers. Some people are creative with all this love things, you know. All black. I mean, you have to see my brother Alfred talking to somebody on the phone. Sometimes I wish I was a lady talking to him. He says it's natural. Nice, pa. And he doesn't have interest in you. Your mind will be telling you that. There is something. There is nothing. It's normal. Normal. He's just being empathetic towards you. That's that's all. Give you sukkah. (laughs) Some people are good. Some people bring flour. This Valentine, I was just, you know, today I was just thinking about some something. I realized that my mind, my mind, my mind is not working well. So I was just praying, God, give me grace. Where is this thing? Where is this? So I'm just thinking about some people. Be, I know they have the the ingenuity, like, like it flows like water for them. Hey, so someone like me that. Some things don't flow. You know, when I stand, the prophetic flows. You, you close your eyes tight. You still see, all you see is darkness. It doesn't flow. Don't kill yourself. If you want a pastor who doesn't see, to want, you want him to see by force. He will, he will misdirect you. You know, but some people, it comes, it's just normal. It's just, as, as, as I'm here, right, I can just switch. We are gone. It just flows. So some people it doesn't flow, but they are still called. They are anointed. Some they don't have all the, you know, the embellishment, you know, and all of that. But it is not for lack of love. If you look at all these tricks and dribbling, that makes people jump. Just look at the the real substance. Come, are you here at all? Yeah, that's right. Most people miss the real people and go for the wrong people because wrong people have mastered the art of sweeping you off your feet. So when wisdom is looking at you and saying that, sister, even though you see this one and all your emboa on you, come alive. This is not it. I think this one is it. So, no, oh, no, you know, I, I feel it more. Feel. That feeling there. <laughs> Love. 
you know, in primary, they, they talk about verb, noun, and they say a verb is what? A doing word. Love, eh? It's not a feeling, no. It's what? A doing. It's the doing. It's not a feeling. People can make you feel today. And tomorrow, they have nothing to make you continue to feel. It's gone. It's gone. Sister, no, you're romantic. Look. Hey, hey, listen. It's, I'm still teaching on obedience and the blessing. Oh. <laughs> uh, you will find out in marriage that a romantic sister is not the sister standing on high hill with painted face. And, and a well-dressed and a well-trimmed body, you will find out in marriage that that is not the qualification or the characteristics of a romantic sister. You will just, you will just know that some people wear maternity. But they are more romantic than those who are wearing the bodycon. Listen to wisdom talking on. Sunday we are going to be talking about love. Sunday. is with me here. Are you with me? Please let me see your hand if you are with me. Definition. Contemporary modern day definition of a romantic person as with dress and but if you meet a lady who has dressed well with one bad mouth like the, the, and the mouth doesn't always speak. The mouth can speak through the eyes. By the time she looks at you up and down and bring you up again. Anything called libido inside you will just disappear. Even though the dress and the shoe and the painting and everything, the 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 hair, the hair crown is no longer bone straight. Is it bone straight you people call it? It's no longer bone straight, it's double. Uh, drawn, you called double drawn, double drawn. It's a double drawn, double drawn. Full donor head, full. It's a, no, no dilution. Then I, you, you see that the lady is standing there, and 
you, you have lost yourself. Then you will know that romantic is not equal to hair and dress and paintings and beauty. Beauty one time. May come so much. My wife says, God is saving us. It's our year of salvation. You will never miss it in Jesus' name. Why am I preaching this? Because when you miss God's mark, everywhere is a hostile field for your destiny. May you never miss it in Jesus' name. That amen is not strong at all. I said, may you never miss it in the mighty name of Jesus. Is it powerful? It's powerful. It's powerful. You see that some some businesses, if you obey, some jobs, if you obey, you enter. Looks nice, but if you obey, you will not enter. But people can be pushed, and sometimes we don't know what is driving you. We should be relying on God. Praise the Lord. We should be what? The voice of God. The directions of God. Salakabahasa. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 or I think let's try 21 or 25. 30, 21. Look at what the Bible said. It said, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it when ye turn to the right hand and when ye turn to the left. You will hear a voice behind you telling you, giving you direction. This is the way. Walk ye in the way. Your ability to walk in obedience is dependent on how open you are to the voice of God. To the directions of God. To the instructions of God. How open you are. Anybody. Who opens up. Yields to the voice of God. Is likely to hit the mark. Those who do not. They are likely to miss the mark. May you never miss the mark. Anytime something is telling you, you think you know more than what God is telling you, or God is telling your shepherds to tell you, eh? You now tell yourselves that, that Francis, be careful. Because you are very close to making a mockery of your own life. We don't know like that. No sheep knows like that. A sheep needs a shepherd, Christ is the ultimate shepherd. Then he has given you a pastor. He's giving you a biological parent. Some of them are really godly. He's giving you some, some are even mentors. Very, very godly people. Are you here at all? Yeah. You are stealing. They say, stop, stop. Bible say, yeah, human, so that you know what? Steal. He that used to steal. Don't what? Steal. So as you have heard this preaching, now do what? Stop. When you obey, to save you. If you don't obey, 
Joshua said, I said before you. I said before you. Blessing and curses. He said, choose blessings. Choose blessings. Choose it. How do you choose blessing? Obey God. Obey the word of God. Praise the Lord. That's how you choose. It's not praying to sweat. It's not what? The foundation must be correct. Are you here? Foundation must be correct. Is it Ecclesiastes that said 11? Or 3, 11, 11, 3 or something. That said, when the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Hey! Don't destroy the foundation. Because the righteous will be powerless when the foundation of obedience is destroyed. I want to bring the message to an end. That all of us here have a great life in Christ. We have a great blessing in Christ. The Bible says that he has qualified us into the inheritance of the saints. We have been qualified already into an inheritance. What will take you out of that possessing or inheriting what is due you is disobedience. Because it takes the voice of God to enter into the treasure of God. Are you here? Mahabana, the voice of God. Voice of God. Many young ladies, you see that the real people pursuing you are people's husbands. Yeah, and it's not your fault. It's this part too. The real people pursuing you are people's husbands who have money, greedy men, lustful men, ungodly men. They may be even in the church. But look at what the Bible said in Daniel. Daniel, the book of Daniel, it said, They don't know their God. They don't know their God. They shall work strong and do what? Exploit. They shall work strong. Question is do you know your God? Why are you weak before a man that is married? Why are you not washing strong? Because if you know your God, then something that is really um, not godly is coming. You see that what you know of God will just well up in you to oppose that thing. It is when you decide that your relationship with God has become a Bluetooth one. Some kind of, uh, you know, it's not connecting very well. Then you see that you are contemplating, you know, or you are considering that idea. You are, it's like, you should do I do I stick with this man for some time? Or do I, you know, that kind of demonic mindset. Daniel 11.32. Daniel 11. And I like the way this, this scripture is, is rendered. It says, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. <laughs> you have to be 419 in your heart eh, for some things to work on you. That's, that's what the Bible is saying. 
Let's read it in other. Okay. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploit. Let's read um, NIV. Amplified. Okay. It said, NIV said, with flattery he will corrupt those who have violated the covenant. So you see that flattery is working on you. Because your heart has already sunk into corruption. Against the covenant in the first place. I'm saying that for a man who is married to begin to lie to you and for you to be <laughs> before the man came, you were already in hell before the man came. So why why do you think coming up and go between from Kamejano? To obey, you know, you don't have the resistance for his flatteries. Are you here with me? Are you sure you are here? Yeah, you should know this thing. And such as violate the covenant, he shall pervert and seduce with flat. Why are you falling for it? Because you don't have legs to obey God in the first place. But they don't know they are God. Shall prove themselves. <laughs> yeah. Why is that flattery working on you? They are lying to you. You can see that this is a pure lie, but the thing is sweet in you. Let the lie continue. Seven years of abundance and seven lean years. Those days when loneliness will come. loneliness. loneliness. Hey, brother, sister, Shabibio. There is something called blessing by obedience. Hey, have I preached? The way devil can lie to you for you to miss your blessing is forget this first fruit thing. Forget it. February came when one young can want to be up. No. Look at look at the King James. Look at the King James. I'm just showing you something. And such as do wickedly against what? I can't hear you. Against what? The people who get damaged then, they are the people who try to damage themselves when it comes to the covenant. That's why other damages will be damaging you. Yes. You don't want to honor God with a tithe. You are going against the covenant. You see that some devourer bee will come in a nice business and come and collect all your money away, bus. Because in your mind, what is this about this tithe? It's Old Testament. It's what? Have you read the Bible? Have you read the Bible? What is this thing? About this thing? This is sin. This is not correct. We are not living under law. We are not living under what? Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Look at something. Master, second service. Two services. There is now therefore what? No condemnation. 
to them which are what? In Christ Jesus. Pause. Pause. People who are in Christ Jesus, there is no what? And why is that so? Because they do not walk after the flesh, but after the what? Spirit. So the reason why there is no condemnation to them is because they are in Christ Jesus and they have been given the ability to walk after the spirit, not after the law. Are you here? Are you sure you are here? So walking after the spirit, not after the law, gives you the liberty to overcome the law that condemns people. Is that not so? Verse 2. Now we are in the spirit. We are after the spirit, not in the flesh. We are after the spirit. Verse 2. Verse 2. For the law of the flesh, the law of the law, the law of what? Of what? In where? So I want to ask you a question. In Christ, is there a law? Are you seeing it? What law is that? The law of the spirit of life. So that Holy Spirit that is in you also have got laws, standards. Is there any spirit that doesn't have laws? Don't be deceived though. Have you not heard? Don't grieve the spirit. Don't mock this. Don't do the da 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 You and I, we are not better than Ananias and Sapphira. This is book of Acts. So the law of the spirit of life, the spirit has got law. That's why when you pray, there are answers. That's why when what the spirit says we should do, when we follow, are you here at all? There are results. So they're lying to you. Na 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 na. It's the easiest way to destroy your life. Wow. Okay, oh. I think we should get up. Please, let's rise. Wow. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.